sliders. Is that weird? Yes. Why? And I just missed. <laughs> Behold fire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, is Mr. Shafa Barnett. Shafa. I am Joey Bonnier, and here he is. He's a little bit drunk, but he's always on his game. Sean O'Brien. I think you meant to say he's always a little drunk and a little on his game. Yeah. I was trying to give you a compliment. He said what he meant. I know. I See, even I fucked it up there. I was going to say he's always drunk and a little on his game. Proving that you're drunk. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have coffee in my cuppy now, so. We just did a we just did a coffee in my cuppy. We just, we, um, we just did a St. Patrick's Day episode. Um, this is the hangover episode. <laughs> this is the hangover episode, which will come out like three weeks after that episode, which will be kind of funny, but that's okay because yeah. it'll be that one and then the two that we recorded. I get maybe possibly even three. It's gonna be like somewhere. Time in, is a donut. It's gonna be like somewhere in, in mid-April. Uh, what did we I get for like food? <laughs> what did we do for food? We got pizza. You, you got, got pizza. pizza. What did you get, Johnny? Fettuccine Alfredo. Nice. I don't think I ever. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Well, no, it probably would take me three guesses to get that. Come to think of it, yeah. Jeez. But only because wow. when I when I all right, relax. Only because when I looked at the the menu, that was the that was yeah. what was on there. Yeah. When it's you the what's good. Me. Oh, gotcha. Got yeah, that's where. Well, I left that it. too. Yeah. It was like right there, so yeah. it was pretty prominent, and so it was in my head. And if I only had like five guesses, yeah. that would just be the only thing you remember. No question. That would yeah. it probably would have been my first guess. Come to think of it, um, <laughs> who was Alfredo? Alfredo? Uh, he died in the first Godfather or the second? I don't know. I never got through the Godfather. Second. He died in the second. Yeah, uh, the very cool. end of the second. Then, you never saw the Godfather? Uh, it's like 2001. Just boring as shit. I always fall asleep. Well, let's just backtrack for one <laughs> second. You said it was 2001 and I said boring. It's, it's like 2001. Boring it's as like shit. I always fall asleep. I thought you meant it was like it was, oh, not it the was year. like in the year 2001. Yeah. I knew that you knew that it wasn't, but mm. I... But I <laughs> In knowing that, I assumed that that was a joke that I didn't understand. Mm. It was, but it was a different joke. Right. Yeah. No, I thought you were like <laughs> making fun of movies in 2001 specifically. Mm. Like, I, in other words, I thought it was like a millennial joke. Oh, gotcha. And a pretentious joke. No. Okay. It was. I get. Did I give you too much anti-pretentious, credit? Anti-pretentious, or... which is uber pretentious. I don't know where that's. Yeah. No, I, scale I totally understand. It's hipster <laughs> pretension, which is like, uh, you know. The epitome of. Precisely. <laughs> Joey? I like hipsters. Anyway, I have books. <laughs> uh, I have our staple, which we haven't been doing in a while. I have George Orwell's 1984, mm. the commemorative 1984 edition. Uh, I also have The Prince by Niccolo Machiavelli. Mm. Alfredo di Lelio. That's Alfredo. Alfredo the the, the, the fettuccine Alfredo? Yep. Nice. Right Weird. The, the, See the guy that first grew the noodles? No, the cream. It's the cream is what mm. makes Alfredo. The fettuccine is the Rises to the top. Exactly. In a restaurant run by his mother, Angelina. It's pronounced restaurante. I have a new Aristotle reader. Hospitalia. I have 10 great works of philosophy. Um, There's in, not 10. In which <laughs> That's very good. That was a Sean Faw joke. In which uh, I have uh, Plato's Apology and the, the Citro, uh, which is also the death of Socrates from the Phaedo. Wasn't Plato's Apology Aristotle? I have Aristotle's Citro? Poetics. I have, oh, wow, I do have this. Uh, St. Anselm. I was just looking for this today. I have St. Anselm and Thomas Aquinas proofs for the existence of, existence of God, um, in which is the ontological proof from St. Anselm from the um, 
Prosol, uh, Prosol Jesus. <laughs> the Prostol Jesus. Proslogium. The Prostol Jesus. And uh, St. Thomas' uh, the, the Theologica. Oh my God, I have a Catholic boner. I am I riveted. <laughs> Rene Descartes' Meditations, uh, the first. Uh, I have David Hume's An Inquiry Concerning Human Understanding. I have Kant's um, uh, Prolog. I can't stand him. Prolegomena and Any Future Metaphysics. <laughs> I have John Stuart Mill's Utilitarianism, Sean Fa. And I have William James' The Will to Believe. Anyway, I also have uh, Sean Fa. Climate change and energy policy. Ooh. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I also have uh, just a book on Kant. Uh, hey, now. Yeah. Hmm. Book on Kant. You don't need a book. It doesn't exist. It's all his great. The, most importantly, he has the, the in, in which is the, the critique of pure reason <laughs> is in this. So that's why I stole it from the school at which I used to work. <laughs> I also have uh, Friedrich Nietzsche's Thus Spake Zarathustra. Speaking of 2001. It's kind of a niche audience. I have Henry David Thoreau's Walden and Civil Disobedience. He's and a of good course, man and as thorough. usual, I have the Constitution of the United States of America. Do you keep that on your dashboard for when you get pulled over? No, just I thought about crack it. Crack the just, window no, it's and like, slide it's it It's like out. a pretty hardcore book that I bought in Washington, D. Actually, I bought this at the Capitol. Really? Yeah, isn't that cool? That is cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like. So there's that. a bug in it. <laughs> no, but there is a there is, if I remember correctly, a sticker that says uh, "Mean people suck." <laughs> if I'm not correct, which if I remember, this was your during joke, the Obama years, huh? No, this was during the Clinton years. Mm. Yeah, this Clinton was in office. They brought the I same stickers in, back. I was in D.C. Uh, my junior year of high school, and I purchased this book there at the Capitol, which I'm very proud of. Mm. Um, I, you feel like I, you had a mean people suck. Oh, it was just, they, they cut off the mean. So it just said, it was just a sticker that people said people yep. suck. It wasn't yours. It was a friend of yours. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad we went over that. Yep. <laughs> a little blast from the past there. Uh, Fantabulous. So anything, so as you guys can see, the theme today is politics. Um, unless you just want to go back to 1984, which, but I have politics. philosophy. I have philosophy and politics. Just, I just felt like it. I knew we weren't really going to. Anyway, what do you guys, anything creeping out? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can read anything you want. I don't have to read these books. Let's go to the great works. The great works? Ten great works of philosophy? Yes, sir. Wow. Wrong stack. Oh, sorry. God. Okay. Uh, Number which of those six. Ones? Okay. Hmm, I like that. Well, that's going to be tough. I like this cut of your jib, boy. So how are we going to, how are we going to, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's two ways that I can answer that I can do this for you. Number um, two. Okay. <laughs> is, this, gonna, is this Descartes? <laughs> what is this? One, two, three. It's either one, four, two, five, six, or David Hume. Four, five, six. It's either, yeah, very good. It's I'm either back. Descartes or, oh, oh. <laughs> Well, one, don't put Descartes before De Hume. One, two, three, four, All right. five. <laughs> All right. That's exactly what it deserved. <laughs> We're going to do number four. <laughs> I'm actually really psyched that I... I didn't know I had this, and I'm fucking psyched that I do. So <laughs> the ontological proof for the existence of God... I'm sort of so I'm sort of stoked that I have this. I was looking for this today oh, in the Elliot bookstore, which is not a. Oh, by the way, for our friends out there, I forgot to say this at the head. Follow mm. us at Politinkering, um, which or is just, just going to be Sean the general at Elliot Books. Talk you to him there. You can always just find us there. You can find Sean there. Sean O'Brien. Yeah, not Sean. Or walking the streets of West Hollywood, spouting James Joyce lyrics. True. 
God damn, that's not untrue. <laughs> that's the farthest not, more, more not untrue. You're just talking to homeless guys, calling them Stephen Dedalus. More likely writing it on a post-it. But. Uh, There's no homeless cool, people in dude, West I'm Hollywood. So what am I talking about? I'm so fucking stoked that I have this. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, cool. The ontological proof of St. Anselm um, from the uh, proslogium. Proslogium. Um, I'm not entirely sure how to break down this argument, but it's a fun philosophical argument. I guess I can just read it. It's fine. The ontological proof. What's ontological again? Ontological. So on, there's two different elements of philosophy. There's ontology and epistemology. Ontology is the study of what is. Epistemology is the study of how you know or how one knows what is. So ontology is just what is. So this ontological proof is um it's an it's an inductive fuck no deductive it's a deductive reasoning for the proof of god in other words instead of taking evidence it forms from a logical perspective um from definitions and logical phrasings mm-hmm. the existence of something that is ontological yeah. No, all, ontological in general is the existence of something. I'm oh, okay. talking about deductive versus inductive oh, okay, reasoning, gotcha. right and this is an inductive reasoning. You argument. said deductive. Okay. I fucked up then. I think it's inductive. Hmm. Uh, I Why don't you induct us into that book then? Yeah, let's just start. Let's just start. That's embarrassing. I'm not, that's why I'm not a philosopher. I'm not a do conductor n- either. Do as, not, as our audience has deduced. Do not, do not turn in to politicking for anything. <laughs> Check out Text Before Calling. Twice a week. I'm so stoked I have this. Okay, cool. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> so, so it starts off with this tiny excited. little subheading. Uh, Joey Bonner. Yeah. Truly there is a God, although the fool Wrong. said in his heart, there is no God. Uh, you guys know what that's from? It doesn't actually have it. It doesn't have it on there, but it, yeah, there's no. Why did you have to make a dig at me? Because you're a fool. It wasn't a well, dig. I'm, I'm it a was fool, just a. Not for that. It a was fool a... for love? So it, I, I am not making the dig. The book is. I just assumed that you would take offense to this, as do I, by the way. But Okay, sure. I feel like this is the Bible. Yeah, the, the, uh, truly there is a God, although the fool hath said in his heart there is no God. I don't know where this from. I feel like it's Matthew, but. Sounds like Matty. Which is the um, uh, harshest of the four Gospels, do you know? Or the the harshest? Yeah, isn't there one that's kind of like more harsher language than the others? I don't know. I know like, Luke is the most poetic and most interesting. Huh. Not really, as far as the Gospels. Oh yeah, you guys did a you guys you're the 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 fucking Bible episode of one of them was these. You guys did a Bible mm-hmm. episode when I was. Did you listen to Derek it? Read it? A little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> I was curious to know how you, how you thought I did. You did wonderfully, my friend. You <laughs> like he would say anything else. Why wow, you can you can critique me? He wouldn't. Yeah, I would critique him with pure reason. <laughs> the ontolo- ontological the ontological proof. Of I just call Anselm him a douchebag from the Proslogium. Okay, here we go. And so, Lord, do thou, who dost give understanding to faith, give me, so far as thou knowest it to be profitable, to understand that thou art as we believe. By the way, this is, I think, from like 1080, like 1080 AD. AD. It's very, very old. Mm. Um, I think it's 1085, fittingly enough, over here, 1984, Mm. my bad. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right, relax. Numbers are close. And that thou art which we believe. And Ultra. indeed, we believe that it's thou true. art a being with which nothing greater can be conceived. Or 
There is no such nature, since the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. Psalms, there it is, okay. Psalms 14.1. You can't Booyakasha. say that coming from the Bible. That's kind of... Well, that's the, I mean, that's the authority. Well, the Bible wasn't instances. the Bible until it was the Bible. I mean, so it was Bible just some says, dude hey, writing some uh, stuff. You be- the, an idiot who doesn't believe in my Bible is an idiot. But at any rate... Thanks. But it wasn't the Bible when he wrote it. But at any rate, this very fool, when Psalms? he hears of this being, which I speak, okay. a being I than which nothing greater can be conceived, understands what he hears. And what he understands in his understanding, although he does not understand it. To I don't exist. understand. For it is one thing for an object to be in the understanding and another to understand that the object exists. Does that make sense? Nope. A foreign agent? I'll read it again. For it is one thing for an object to be in the understanding. Okay. So in other words, in your mind, the okay. idea of something. Sure. And another to understand that the object exists. So something in reality, something okay. that is okay. tangible. I gotcha. When Figments a, when a painter first conceives of what he will afterwards perform, right. he has it in his understanding, but he does not yet understand it to be because he has not yet performed it. And after he has made the painting, he both has it in his understanding and he understands that it exists because he has made it. Hence, even the fool is conceived that something exists in the understanding, at least, than which nothing greater can be conceived. For when he hears of this, he understands it, and whatever is understood exists in the understanding, and assuredly that, that which nothing, and assuredly that, that which nothing greater can be conceived, cannot exist in the understanding alone. For suppose it exists in the understanding alone, then it can be conceived to exist in reality which is greater? You guys with me? Depends on what the definition of is is. <laughs> very, very, very good, sir. Therefore, if that, than which nothing greater can be conceived, exists in the understanding alone, the very being, than which nothing greater can be conceived, is one than which a greater can be conceived. But obviously this is impossible. Hence, there is no doubt that there exists a being than which nothing greater can be conceived, and it exists both in the understanding and in reality. In other words, God cannot be conceived not to exist. God is that than which nothing greater can be conceived. Uh, that which can be conceived not to exist is not a God. Sounds and, like a bunch of lawyer bullshit. And, assur- and it assuredly exists so truly that it cannot be conceived not to exist. For it is possible to conceive of a being which cannot be conceived not to exist. And this is greater than which can be conceived not to exist. Hence, if that, hence, if that, then which nothing can be, sorry. Hence, if that, then which nothing greater can be conceived, can be conceived not to exist. It is not than which nothing greater can be conceived. But this is an irreconcilable contradiction. There is, then, so truly a being than which nothing greater can be conceived to exist, that it cannot even be conceived not to exist. And this being, so and this being thou art, O Lord, our God. So truly, therefore, 
dost thou exist, O Lord my God, that thou canst not be conceived not to exist, and rightly. For if a mind could conceive of a being better than thee, the creature would rise above the creator, and this is most absurd. And indeed, whatever else there is, except thee alone, can be conceived not to exist. To thee alone, therefore, it belongs to exist more truly than all other beings, and hence in a higher degree than all others. For whatever else exists does not exist so truly, and hence in a less degree it belongs, it belongs to it to exist. Why then, as the fool said in his heart, there is no God? Psalms 14.1 Since it is so evident to a rational mind that thou dost exist in the highest degree of all, why accept that he is dull and a fool? How the fool has said in his heart what cannot be conceived. A thing may be conceived in two ways. One, when the word signifying it is conceived. Two, when the thing itself is understood. And as far as the word goes, God can be conceived not to exist. In reality, he cannot. But how the fool said in his heart that he could not conceive. Or how is it? that he could not conceive what he said in his heart, since it is the same to say in his heart and to conceive. But if really, nay, since really, he both conceived because he said it in his heart and did not say it in his heart because he could not conceive, there is more than one way in which a thing is said in the heart or conceived. For if, for, in one sense, an object is conceived when the word signifying it is conceived, and in another, when the very entity which the object is, is understood. In the former sense, then, God can be conceived not to exist, but in the latter, not at all. For no one who understands what fire and water, can, what fire and water are can conceive to be fire and water. In accordance with the nature of the facts themselves, although this is impossible according to the word, although all this is impossible according to the words. So, then, no one who understands what God is can conceive that God does not exist, although he says these words in his heart, either without any or with some foreign signification. For God is that than which a greater cannot be conceived. And he who thoroughly understands this, assuredly understands that this being so truly exists, that not even in concept can it be non-existent. Therefore, he who understands that God so exists cannot conceive that he does not exist. I thank thee, gracious Lord. I thank thee because what I formerly believed by thy bounty, I now so understand by thine illumination. That, if I were unwilling to believe that thou dost exist, I should, not be, I should not be able to understand this to be true. That's the whole point. There was a, there, that's, that's another biblical reference, by the way, I believe. Um, seek to understand. Uh, where is that? that I, that, believe. Um, seek not to believe, but to understand. I think that's in the Bible somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where, but. It's a very pro-science opinion. I guess, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of the whole point. This, by the way, is the arguably the most famous and long-standing argument for the proof, you know, proof for the argument of or, God. Damn it, argument for the proof of God. Seems like a tale told by an idiot. 
Bull of sound and fury signifying nothing. Ah, oh, Mr. 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 Shakespeare over there jumping into Macbeth. I like it. Very good. Very, very good. I think I know that whole speech. Jesus. I'd like to do it, I think, for you now. No. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Seeks in this petty pace from day to day. Creeps. Creeps in this yeah. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out! Out, brief candle. Life is but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. How'd I do? Yeah. <laughs> it's as if to say I got every word correct. <laughs> Except the one I pointed out. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I would like to read a poem. Uh-oh. Or a sta- well, do, do you guys want to talk about the ontological argument for the proof of God, though? Do you have no. any? By the way, Kant... Uh, Emmanuel yeah, Kant I, is the, I just is the yeah, whatever. Nobody really had an argument against this, by the way. A good argument against why this is. I can understand true. it. <laughs> I guess that's it's true. It's repetitive circular logic. That <laughs> it's not, well, no, it's not circular logic. It is inductive. Because it, it, it is a sound argument. Um, it's just a question. You know, and it, Fury. Very good. Um, Kant was the very first one to kind of come up with this, uh, this the re- refutation for this, the ontological argument for the existence of God. It was good. Um, which was funny. I remember when I first heard it, too, I, I sort of had an argument as well. Um, the, the core problem that I – and it's so funny because I came up with this independently in like the fucking first five minutes that I had heard this argument. Um, I – so – the, the, the central premise of this argument is the fact that nothing can be greater than the creator. But that to me seems like, an, like a fallacy. Um, well, are the, well, no, no. Let me, let me, so are the complete works of William Shakespeare not greater than the man himself, than the creator himself? I mean, Shakespeare wrote all of these things. Does that all of these great works, does that mean that his creation, does that mean that he is by necessity greater than his creation? That to me seems wrong. Well, yeah, but is that a a general definition he's applying or is that the definition for finding what God is? So if that is... Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the, he's the creator. Nothing can be greater than the creator. Right, right. But the creator or a creator? So a word... A creator. Okay. So, I mean, if you're using it that generally, then no, he's a douchebag. Well, that, that's just the first argument. There's, there's many other – there's another nice refutation, by the way. Um, Douchebag doesn't cover it? As far as St. Anselm? <laughs> as far as refutation. Every philosopher is a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. In, food's here. Joey, why don't you sing, sing to us this Sound and Fury while – Sound and Fury? Yeah. But what a fool believes he sees. <laughs> the Dewey Brothers? No wise man has the power to reason away what seems to be – is always better than nothing. There's nothing at all. But what a fool believes he sees. Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> what a fool believes. Um, I love Jesus. <coughs> He's okay. He's just all right. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs>